Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio Broadcast with Michael Boldea. the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am your humble host, Michael Boldia. And yes, we had the short intro today uh, because uh, it, it's, it's looking to be a jam-packed sort of day. Uh, if uh, we were a uh, soap opera, you'd hear uh, today on a special episode. Uh, well, uh, Gino asked, and so I said I would because I'm a nice guy. Uh, you guys have questions, uh, and uh, the latter part of the program uh, will be taken up answering your questions, uh, and I'm willing to do that as long as some of you accept that sometimes the answer is going to be, I don't know. Uh, I'm mad enough to admit when I don't know something. We're not supposed to know everything. We're supposed to know the necessary things. But he said it's about my grandfather's prophecy uh, about America since I traveled with him for, what, 10 years, uh, just nonstop, and uh, translated or interpreted his testimony often enough. I could uh, put in my two cents without them uh, having uh, risking being wooden pennies. Uh, Let's put it that way. This is a recorded program because, uh, well, I always let you know, just because who knows what can happen between now and the time of airing or whenever Gino decides to upload the program. But uh, today is December the 1st. Welcome uh, to the last month of the year. Uh, 2023, not shaping up to be so hot. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that because uh, I, I've been looking through some things. I've been looking uh, through some information that you are unlikely to uh, peruse on the regular. No, it's not secret CIA agent uh, messaging me via Dropbox. No, it's just... Uh, it's news that's out in the open. The problem is nobody knows how to interpret it. Because uh, they're, they're, they're hoping, they're praying to whichever God they pray for that you're uh, dumb enough or disinterested enough not to see where the economy is going. But uh, the U.S. government is uh, currently, uh, well, they're going to. They're, they're not even considering. They're going to. They're going to backstop mortgages above $1 million for the first time. Uh, so a lot of people were saying, do you think this is going to be as bad as 2008? Uh, I was still a kid, but you know what? I know how to read history. I know how to read books. I know how to, you know, go on Al Gore's interwebs and uh, do some searches. Uh, this isn't going to be 2008. This is going to be uh, 1987. So uh, just FYI and yeah, because uh even though prices are still, you know, going through the roof and inflation's still there and gas and everything, 
you know, Hopiism is beginning to, 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 to make a return. It's beginning to make a comeback because uh, we, we've been fed Hopiism for so long, uh, even as believers. Uh, I, I can go into detail about all the things that Christians believe that they shouldn't, uh, but maybe another time. Uh, Hopiism has, has, has become the addictive substance uh, that the average American must consume Otherwise, they'd overdose on Ritalin or whatever that, that antidepressant drug is, whatever house moms and cat moms uh, are, are addicted to, what, seven out of ten now? So that's, you know, that, that's the general drug of these United States. And those that, that can't hack it with hopiism, you know, they, they pump a little antidepressant in there in the morning with their orange juice and champagne, because why not? Um, and they call that a mimosa? I don't know. See, I'm behind the times. I'm having coffee. This time, uh, I, I uh, made the conscious decision, spend a few shekels, and I bought some creamer, vanilla flavor. Uh, don't ask me what's in it. Uh, it's supposed to expire in 2027. So anything that has a four-year, five-year shelf life, uh, let's just say it's not all natural or organic, Okay. So let's leave it at that. Now, as I said, I was going to answer questions or am going to answer questions in the latter part of the program. Uh, but first, my two favorite ladies of all time have been making the rounds. They've been making the news. Uh, and uh, I wanted to go into a couple of these because it's just, I, you know, sometimes when, when it, it's, it's complicated when you're a man of words, yet you have no words. So uh, my, 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 my favorite, uh, Beth Moore, uh, was in uh, the Christian News lately because apparently uh, Sister Moore is uh, into uh, Enneagrams. Uh, it's, it, it was – how do I put this gently? Uh, it's, it's like uh, your horoscope for Christian people, but it's not really Christian because uh, the, the, the first person that, that started to go in-depth into Enneagrams uh, is actually a Russian occultist. Uh, his name was uh, Ospensky, I think it was. Uh, and uh, Enneagrams apparently are the symbols of the cosmos, and depending on what number you are, uh, that's your personality. So uh, hold on to your seats. Uh, Beth is a number seven because she's line dancing by herself in her kitchen while cooking. So there you go. Now, her husband, he's only a four. So I don't know what that means, but that's like me going up to Gina and going, hey, are you a Sagittarius or are you a Virgo? Because, you know, depending on that, your personality – Stop. Are you under the blood of Christ or not? That's it. So all of this nonsense. I told you, kids, the nose knows. I got flack for making fun of Beth. I got flack for picking on her. I got flack for picking on the pink-haired lady. Wait till I tell you what she's been saying. She's been spending more time in heaven than Jesus. And the things she's seen. Woo, doggy. Pretty soon. I'm waiting. You know what? I'm, I'm willing. I'll, I'll give you 10 to 1 odds. For every one donut that you have to buy me, I'll buy you 10 donuts. 
at some point, before she overdoses on the magic mushrooms she must be consuming, the pink-haired lady will likely say that Jesus made a move on her in heaven, and she said, no, Lord, no. It's getting to that point. We're going to read some of these things. Okay, and again, it's not April, so don't, oh, this must be April Fool's. It's not. Today is the December the 1st, 2022. Okay? Uh, that, that thing that used to be uh, in charge of uh, nuclear waste, just so, just I'm, I'm just confirming that it's December 1st, 2022. So you don't think this is a recording. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Sam Brinton, the bald boy who wears lipstick and dresses. Uh, and uh, has uh, photo shoots uh, with grown men uh, on leashes and in face masks. It, it's, you know, these are the kind of people that we want in charge. That's all I'm saying. Well, uh, this person has been uh, placed on leave officially because he saw a woman's uh, suitcase and it just couldn't help itself. It was so beautiful. Mental illness. These people are making decisions that affect you and your family. Mentally ill people have been assigned in this administration to decide on, on things like, what was it? He was... Uh, Assistant Secretary of the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the U.S. Department of Energy. He played with nuclear waste. This person was being paid by you, the taxpayer. I'm not going to go into detail. If you want to have to wash your eyes out with acid, take a look at the pictures. They're there. He's not ashamed of his lunacy, and he was getting paid by you. But he decided he was going to steal a suitcase. It was just so pretty. I wonder if he's a seven or a four. Maybe he's a three or a two. Maybe he identifies as a nine. I don't know. Ask Beth more. Told you. Again, uh, it's, not that, it's not that I like being vindicated, but it, it, it puts a little spring in your step. Maybe just temporarily. And if you really want to see the level of spiritual maturity that the average American has, go see how many people are defending her and her use of uh, this, let's just call it, I don't know, because I don't want to be misconstrued as hateful, you know, because uh, you're supposed to be loving about everybody. You can't really... Um, let's just say uh, occult practice. If you have a problem with astrology, then you should have a problem with the Enneagram. I'm just saying, don't be a hypocrite. I'm a Pisces, by the way. Uh, I can't. But some people, you know, some people that still have discernment, Went on Twitter because she, she, of course, Twitter is now, you know, the marketplace of ideas. If that's the marketplace of ideas, I'm, I'm cooking at home. I'm not, I'm not going into the marketplace because, Mike, what's your Twitter? I, I don't have a Twitter. I'm an adult. I'm an adult who works, who has children, who has a mortgage, 
Why would I waste time on Twitter, the marketplace of ideas? It's children throwing boogers at each other for the most part. But somebody went on Twitter and goes, uh, you know what, Beth, uh, I'll, I'll start reading again when it's about the gift of the Holy Spirit and not about your Enneagram. And, you know, perfectly logical statement. Oh, the cat moms came out of the woodwork. And the things they said, well, thankfully, God's not as judgmental as you are. Well, thankfully, God is broader minded than you are. This is to the lady that said, you know, I'd rather hear about the gift of the spirit than your Enneagram. They got flayed. Because they dared to question Beth Moore and her queenly statements. I mean, who are they? Beth's a seven. Who are they to question Beth? And I'm sitting there going, this is why judgment. This is why. It's past deserved. God God would not be... Uh, how do I put this nicely? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna get flack for this. I know it, but still, uh, y- you could make a case for dereliction of duty as pertains to God if He didn't hollow out the American Church with fire and brimstone. Let's put it that way. Was that nice enough? You could make that case. Dereliction of duty. God is on vacation. Because you have supposed Christians beaten up on other Christians defending Beth Moore and her Enneagram rather than going, yeah, you know what, maybe keep it to yourself. I get it. You like line dancing in your kitchen while cooking. Who doesn't? I do the two-step myself. But if you're supposed to be an ambassador of the cross, why are you mixing occultism with your spirituality? Same thing for the folks in the numerology realm. Same thing for the stargazers. Well, you know, if, uh, if, if that planet and this planet and the stars align, we're looking at, what are you looking at? You're looking at stars in the heavens. Stop trying to read into it. I got to see what my Enneagram is. I'm assuming it's probably a minus two. I don't know how it works. Haven't studied it. All I know is that it's a cultist. Uh, so uh, here let me take a sip because you got to understand the history of these things sometimes and then we're going to get into pet dinosaurs and angels on missions with pet sharks i'm going to let that sink in it's too good it's too good Pet dinosaurs and angels on missions with their pet sharks. Do you want to know why? Because the pink-haired lady saw him in heaven, and who are you to question her? She's been to heaven. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the, the Enneagram thing was uh, studied by a Russian occultist named Ospensky. Then uh, it, it, it kind of uh, broadened out, or it got fleshed out by another occultist uh, named Oscar uh, Ishazel, uh, who claimed to have discovered the personality type meaning of the Enneagram when it was uh, taught to him by the Archangel Metraton, 
while he was high on mescaline. You know that's a testimony right there. Huh? All the cat moms, Lori, Archangel Metro, who, who's the Archangel, this isn't Transformers, Archangel Metroton, you say. And the only way that he can commune with you is when you're high on mescaline. Oh. Oh, and then, of course, uh, you know, being high on mescaline, Mr. Ishazo didn't last long. So one of his uh, students named Claudio Naranjo, uh, also an occultist. There's, there's a pattern here. Uh, all the names, all the big names associated with the Enneagram uh, were grande occultists. Now, if you don't happen to live in California and you don't know what grande means, it means big. So, oh, so yes, uh, there, there's nine personality types in Beth's a seven. Uh, and uh, for all of you that hate-mailed me with, brother, you shouldn't judge. The nose knows. The nose knows. Same thing with the pink-haired lady. Call it... You know what? Call it the sermon if you want. But I can sniff out crazy. It's a gift. Uh, our, 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 our pink-haired prophetess, uh, who if uh, she were able to collect frequent flyer miles every time she goes to heaven, woo, doggy, she'd fly for free on TWA for the rest of her life. Now, the things that uh, she's been quoted as, as saying, I mean, this is not the first time uh, one is forced to sit in utter silence and scratch their head until it bleeds. Uh, she's uh, been known to have said that um, there's a body parts room in heaven, also that heaven smells like pumpkin pie. And I kid you not, you can look this up, and uh, that's, that's some prophetic gifting there, all right? Cows drive around on tractors in heaven. Boom. There you go. You're welcome. Your life is now complete. You are fulfilled. That's not enough. Uh, in a recent interview with someone named Steve Schultz. Don't know who that is, but if he didn't rebuke her, uh, he wasn't doing his job, whatever job that may be. Um, he asked uh, the pink-haired prophetess if uh, angels had pets in heaven. And her answer, because she is an authority on all things heaven, uh, having temporary residence. She's, she's sort of like a green card holder now of heaven. Uh, yes, actually, they do have pets, and that's why we have pets. So uh, am I to infer that if I don't have a pet, I'm not spiritual enough, and that's why I don't yet have a pet? Uh, I'm, I'm, the minute I'm done recording this, I'm going to the pet store and buying a gerbil. Um, so angels apparently were the first ones to have, uh, pets. And sometimes, listen to this, 
Dun dun dun. It's like Mission Impossible only with angels and uh, dinosaurs. Uh, sometimes they go with them on missions, and sometimes they don't go with them on missions. Yes, absolutely they have pets. Schultz, after saying wow and really a half dozen times, oh, I didn't know that. This is very cool. If you listen to this woman and you listen to this program, pick one. I don't care at this point. But if you listen to both, you have to pick one. Sorry, no. These, 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 one of these things is not like the other. Okay, no. Pick one. Oh, I'm, I'm going to keep reading this. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying my hardest not to punch the microphone. Because I promised Gino I'd answer questions and then I'd have to go to the Walmart and get a new microphone. Uh, the pink-haired lady says, there's nothing new on the earth. And Schultz says, I guess I'm learning more and more. What are you learning exactly? When we get to heaven, do we get to pick our pets? I'm, I'm, I'm torn between a Tyrannosaurus Rex and a Velociraptor. Because I don't know how much the T-Rex eats. You know? You have to keep that in account in heaven. Where are you going to get all the meat? This is insanity. Why is this woman not in the padded room? She continues. They have different strange pets that we don't have. They do have uh, some creatures that might have two heads and eight eyes. Well, I, I knew a kid once that had a pet tarantula. It had eight eyes because he burnt a few out with a match. Anyway, uh, this is what passes for the prophetic nowadays. I'm not – see, I I used to get on people's cases when they say, I don't believe God does that anymore. I'm not even going to get on their case anymore. If this is what passes for prophetic, I get you. Run. I understand. I am understanding you. I validate your sentiment. Two fully grown humans are talking about pet dinosaurs in heaven. And two-headed animals with eight eyes. Which head's going to fetch if you throw the frisbee? Are there frisbees in heaven? I should donate to her and ask that question on live. I'm sure they have a donate button. Every one of these shysters does. Donate 10 bucks and go, are there frisbees in heaven? Do you have to throw two at a time if you have a two-headed pet? And how will they see the frisbee if they have eight eyes? Oh, mercy. All right. I'm, I'm going to keep at this. I'm going to keep digging. I'm gonna, this is what it is. Welcome to the new prophetic. This is what happens in heaven, kids. If, if, if you don't want to have a pet dinosaur... Man, you know, maybe maybe you should rethink where your destination is. They do have some creatures that might have two heads and eight eyes. No, I'm not talking about Mars people. Are there Mars people? I mean, it, do, do you have like a layover on Mars on your way to heaven? Have you met Mars people? That's another donation that I'd make and ask. Have you met Mars people? Are they really green? 
Is Elon Musk a Mars person? Uh, I'm talking about the world called heaven where there are creatures, creatures, Steve, intelligent creatures that you would think was like maybe an animal or something, but they're not. Huh? Word salad, word salad, I have pink hair. Word salad, send us money, word salad. Especially these wouldn't be ones probably from the earth, but they do still have absolutely do have pets. You know what? I get it. I mean, sometimes it gets boring being in the presence of God. You got to let off some steam. You you go play fetch with your two-headed pet. Perfectly reasonable, people. I mean, it was so obvious it wasn't even included in the Bible. I mean, the the, the authors of the Bible, they're scribbling, they go, Lord, what about pets? Because that's so important. I mean, it's it's like, I, I think on par with number one, you know, eternity, heaven or hell, and pets. And, and, and I'm, I'm imagining, you know, John the Revelator sitting there with a quill going, something's missing. What of pets? And the message he receives is, if they can't see the obvious, that when they get to heaven, they get to pick a pet, and it's probably going to have two heads, then no amount of writing will convince them. Keep writing, John. I shall reveal the truth of pets in heaven one day to a gifted who shall come and behold heaven in all its glory and all its two-headed pets. Later on, she goes on to clarify that in heaven, people can have any kind of animal they want for a pet, such as dinosaurs, sharks, and manatees which they can also ride underwater, and which would be the same for the angels. Like I said, I'm torn between a T-Rex and a Velociraptor. Because the T-Rex is big, it could probably hold my weight. But a Velociraptor is quick. This is not a comedy sketch. I I saw the the video. It's her. It's not a deep fake. This is her. The woman who has been to heaven so many times, they don't even check her ID at the door anymore. Oh, Lord, help us. Welcome to American Christianity, but yeah, Rising Phoenix, Brother Mike, we're so close to the Harpazo revival, you don't even know it. She's probably going to lead it, huh? Her and Beth Moore. Maybe they'll get into an argument of who's, who's got a better number. I don't know. Is it, is it less or more? Which is better? Is, is it like, you know, a, a 10 is top tier? Maybe that's, you know, Beth didn't want to seem like she was bragging. So I'm just a seven. And, and, and this one comes along and goes, I've been to heaven 373 times and I got to ride a dinosaur. I'm definitely a 10. And then it goes downhill from there. 
How can you not mock this? I know you, Brother Moore, you can't be mocking. How can you not? Get a hold of yourself, man. How can you not be mocking this lunacy? Letting it pass for Christianity. Stop. Like I said, pick one. Don't care which. But if you listen to both, then I can't help you. Oh, by the way, uh, just like uh, Joseph Smith and his golden tablets that nobody saw, uh, the prophetess claims to have a picture of thousands of lion-faced angels frog-marching chained demons across the sky. Can you show it? Just, just, just a glimpse. Just like, you know, we... Just show it once. Oh, I, I quit. I'm, I'm going to go work at Target. They pay better. Brother Mike, how dare you target people? Oh, all right, roundies. Stop. It was just, stop. What else? Oh, uh, heaven's filled with giant 20-foot Sasquatches. Did you know that? I think that's why they get spotted once in a while, because they, they just they fall through a black hole from heaven. And, and, and before they're beamed up again, people catch glimpses. Um, there's also uh, unicorns. I'm sure that'll make my daughters very happy. There's unicorns and Sasquatches in heaven, and you get to pick your pet. I know what my daughters are going to pick, but can unicorns swim underwater? That's the question. See, I, I'm, I'm going to be... I'm going to be having to get like a third job just for the, all the donations I'm going to make with questions. Because I've got questions. Can unicorns swim underwater? Because she said you could pick like, you know, manatees. And I get that. Manatees can swim underwater. And so can sharks. But can dinosaurs? Because this, this is, this is I'm, I'm quoting verbatim here because I don't want to put words in the prophetess's mouth. She says that you can have any kind of animal you want for a pet, such as dinosaurs, sharks, and manatees, which you can also ride underwater. Does that apply to unicorns? Because I, think, I don't think it would be a deal breaker for my girls, but if the unicorns can swim underwater too, I know what they're picking. I'm still, I'm still debating. T-Rex or a Velociraptor, I don't know. Can they swim underwater? There's a lot of questions. Because I used to like, how can people have questions whenever Gina goes, there's some people that have questions. What questions? How can people have Well, now I understand. I have a plethora of questions. But yeah, hey, uh, and, and that's another thing. Do you get a saddle with your dinosaur or do you, do you have to like learn to ride without a saddle? Because I'm, I'm not very, you know, balanced. I can't even roller skate. So I'm just, I'm confused now. Because if I can't have a saddle, it's definitely not going to be a, a T-Rex. If I'd fall off of that, I'd, I'd break my neck. But then again, I'd be eternal. And then my T-Rex would lick my face and I'd come back. How How much... 
how much natural or unnatural substance do you have to inhale, masticate, or smoke to come up with this kind of nonsense? I, I, I'm done. This is, this is insane. Uh, and it's just every single one of them. Well, Andy Stanley is another one that we're going to get into. because uh, Why don't you ever pick on men? Why do you always pick on women? <laughs> I, I've picked on men. I, I understand that, that Benny Hinn doesn't look like a real man. He looks like a caricature, but I've picked on him. So don't tell me I don't pick on men. Uh, but yeah, uh, the economy's uh, January through March. If we survive it, uh, you're, you're going to be paying up for everything. Uh, I, I think a big dump is coming. So uh, if, if you're into playing the markets, uh, there, there may be a Santa rally, as the kids like to say. But uh, I'd be out by first week of January. Honestly, I, this is what I would, I don't, look, I'm, I'm contemplating going to work at Target. Uh, so it's, it's not like I have a portfolio, but if I did, uh, I'd, I'd wait for a bit of a Santa rally and then uh, I'd be bugging. Uh, and if you were into uh, puts, if you know what puts are, then you understand what I'm trying to say. Uh, anything having to, anything over leveraged in the mortgage space, yeah, uh, it's going to, I'm not even, you don't understand, but maybe you do if you've been reading your Bible and uh, if you've been wise and understanding of the times, then you get it. Uh, if not, I don't know what to do for you. Right now, uh, BlockFi because uh, remember, again, American prophetic. Uh, remember when we talked about FTX uh, a couple of weeks ago, because we weren't here last week. Everyone was eating turkey, uh, and we didn't get raptured. So I was like, the morning of, I'm like, I've got nothing. How can I go on the air with nothing? I was going to be out of here. I kid. I never prep. This is me, au natural. This is me without the makeup. This is me without uh, leaning on my number. I, I, you know what? I, I wish I could be an Enneagram 7, but sometimes I feel like a 2. I'm just saying. Uh, but, yeah, we weren't here last week. So what was it? Two weeks ago, I told you this thing was going to metastasize. It was, it, it was going to go beyond FTX. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, is that speaking in tongues? It's not. FTX was a, a, a cryptocurrency. Uh, how do I put it? It was just a crypto company. Uh, and uh, I, I told you, it's not going to be just them. The liabilities are just, if you thought Lehman Brothers was bad, if you thought the crash of 08 was bad, uh, <laughs> hang on to your, uh, yeah. It's going to be disastrously, just disastrously wondrous. Well, anyway, BlockFi is now filing for Chapter 11. It's not going to be the last. There's a, a huge bank that's known as uh, the Bank of the Cryptocurrencies that's about to nosedive into oblivion. So uh, by the time it's all said and done, 
you're you're looking at losses close to a trillion dollars. So it's not it's not anything to joke at. Lehman Brothers was a few billion, and that devastated the the real estate market at least for how many years in America? This is across the board. And it was theft. They just stole people's money, pure and simple. Filed for bankruptcy. So, uh, yeah, anyway. What is it? Oh, 1037. I'm done. I was going to talk about other things. But you know what? Yo soy finito because uh, I want to be a man of my word. And I'm sure that right now you're, you're just letting the idea that you're going to have a pet dinosaur in heaven uh, warm the cockles of your heart. So I'm going to answer a few questions that Gino has, uh, and then uh, we'll be done, and I'll continue to debate whether T-Rex or Velociraptor. Go ahead, Gene. Anya. All right, Mike. Thank you. Um, one of the questions is, why is America called the Babylon of Revelation 18? Because it is. Next question. No, uh, Look, uh, a, lot of, a lot of people are curious as to why America is not in the Bible. Uh, if you look at Revelation 18 and how it's described as a land surrounded by water, a land that loans money to everyone else and, 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 and never receives it back, the merchants of the earth will weep at the sight of her burning uh, all, all, all the descriptions regarding the Babylon of Revelation 18 uh, match the United States. Uh, God, God would have had a really big blind spot had he not mentioned what is by most considered the greatest country in the world at the moment of the last days. And uh, if you read Revelation 18, you'll understand that it is mentioned. Uh, we just don't want to come to terms with the reality that eh, we're living in Babylon. So, next question, Gene. Um, okay, Mike, uh, what parts of the U.S. will be judged? People do ask that. I don't know. Uh, what God showed my grandfather was New York, Florida, California, and Las Vegas. Is that it? I don't know. Others have seen other things. Uh, they, they saw, what, Chinese troops coming in through Minnesota. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that the extent of prophetic judgment for America is only what my grandfather saw. Because God used other men throughout this nation to deliver a similar message. And the places where the nation would be attacked, the places that would be destroyed, sometimes varied from what God showed my grandfather. It's, it's a puzzle that you put together. Uh, I, I think that being, uh, how do I pull it? How, how do I put it? Uh, being overly obsessed with uh, geographic location as far as judgment is concerned is not good for the soul because God can protect you wherever you are. And so the, 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 Focus for you as an individual, as a child of God, is to cement your relationship with him, to build up your faith in him, so that wherever you are, you'll be protected. God is able. If, if you don't believe that God is able to protect you, 
uh, then, then we need to go back to square one and read the Bible again. I get it. Pet dinosaurs are great and everything, but maybe a little bit of Bible in between the pet dinosaurs would be good. God is able. And as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, even if he doesn't, he's still God. The, the, the whole point of this life is not to extend it in perpetuity on this earth. It's to be with him in heaven. I mean, y- your pets are waiting for you. <laughs> I, dinosaurs don't feed themselves, apparently. I don't know. I'm, I, look, I, you can't. I, I can't dwell on this because I, I, I've been at it since I was 12 years old. I turned 47 this year. That is a solid 35 years mm. of speaking about the coming judgment, of speaking about why God must judge a nation like America, of speaking about the sin in the church, of uh, uh, speaking about the deteriorating standard, not in the world, but in the household of faith. So if I were to wholly and solely focus on that for 35 years, I'd I'd be in a nut house next to the pink-haired lady. So look, God said this would happen. If he foresaw that these things would take place, he foresaw either my protection or my retirement from this life. I'm good with either. So I don't dwell on it. I do the work. I do, I, this is what I do. I do the work. Because Jesus didn't say sit there and ponder. He said work while it's day. Still working. Don't, don't, don't ponder the things that you have no answers for. No, this, this is, these are the truths that we know. Judgment is coming. Judgment will begin in the house of God. God will judge America. God is able to protect his children. Put all that together and, and you have the foundation. But don't dwell on it. That's, that's not the purpose of, of prophecy. I get it that some people have made like a cottage industry and they have to, to, to keep your adrenaline going every five minutes because they have radioactive free underwear to sell you or whatever it is. Look, you, you have no idea the lengths that I go to just so I don't have to sit here and try to sell you peanuts or try to sell you pillows or try to sell you underwear or anything else. I'm up by three. I build tents, not literally, but as Paul did, just so I can sit here and not try to shill and not try to sell you something. People that have chosen that, God bless. I don't judge. It's not going to be me. So... Like I said, you have no idea. My, my, my kids ask, Daddy, why do you work so much? Because I have to. Because I want to stand before God with clean hands. Because I don't want to have to, to sell the children of God on anything. And so I have no vested interest in, in, in lying to you or keeping your adrenaline level at 110. Just so you'd buy my product. I got nothing to sell you. I do this as a service unto God. And that's that. So, I'm not, you know, brother, you, look, 
fear is by far the best motivator when it comes to getting people to make quote-unquote purchases of things they otherwise would not need. And there's a lot of shady characters in Christianity that use fear to increase their bank accounts. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm being as nice as I can be. All right, because people who know me, who really know me, not, not people that I've met once, know that I can be a caustic, caustic individual when I want to. I know how to use words as an axe. I know how to use words as a scalpel. And I know how to use words as a cannon. I'm trying to use them as a scalpel at this point. I don't have to use fear to sell you anything. The only thing I'm trying to do is open your eyes to the reality that you're living and compel you, beseech you, beg you to know Jesus fully, to know his will for your life, to know his word, so that when the deceivers come, you will not be deceived. Because many will. So any... any Anytime somebody front loads fear and then tries to sell you something, be suspicious. And on that note, I want to ask you, have you been thinking about your Internet security? Hackers have. I got you, I got you, I got you. I, I probably didn't. You know better. But look, it's not like I haven't had offers from people. Somebody goes, I'll give you $500 a month to sell a big-digit calculator. What, what, why? Because you probably have a lot of old people listening to you. I mean, that's, you know what? I will concede the point that the people that listen to me are probably older. But, but why would I take advantage of my brothers and sisters that way. Huh? I, I, it's, the money's not worth it. I, I, I know it's evil, but Target's offering a $3,000 sign-up fee, sign-up <laughs> bonus to go and work. I have no problems with working. There, there's that old saying, clean money, dirty hands. <laughs> I got no problem getting my hands dirty. I'm not special. And so I don't... And I don't, I, I don't want to just beat on this, but it, it, it's, it's gotten to the point that everybody's trying to shill something. From retirement silver to, what was it, the, the dinar. And I get it, you know, the, the dinar had some value back during the toilet paper shortage in 2022. And if you had a few million of those, you weren't panicking about not being able to wipe. But other than that... I'm like, look, I'm not. I can't. I've been offered. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the email. Brother, we, we could really make a difference. And that's always, that's always the thing, isn't it? Brother, we can really make a difference. Can we, though? I mean, I get it. You've got nice pillows, but still. How, how will your pillow help people get into heaven? Huh? It's just the way it is. And again, I, I have, it's not a judgment. On people who do it, I choose not to. And it's, 
I, I'm sure that the people that sponsor these shows don't ask, hey, change the message. But the heart is exceedingly evil. And you start to do some math and you go, all right, I got what? 100,000 subscribers and I'm getting three grand a month to, to, to shill something, whatever that something might be, silver, gold bonds, pillows, or peanuts. What if I had 300,000 followers? Well, that is probably 10 grand a month. There were, there were people that were shilling FTX. They were getting $50,000 a month and up to get people that trusted them to sign up and put their hard-earned money into it. And then all of a sudden, poof, gone. No mas dinero, senor. They still got paid. So, even if it's not intentional, the, the heart is the heart, and you start doing math, and you go, if I, if I tweak this a little bit, and if I tweak that a little bit, I can get my subs up no time flat. And that means a bigger paycheck. And you know what? If there's more money, we can do more for the Lord. Stop. That's why I don't, you know, sometimes Gino gets excited. Oh, people are listening. That's fine. That's good. God bless. But it doesn't affect me, and it doesn't affect the message in any way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I, that's not the, no, that's not, I do care, though. It's not, it's not that I don't care. But the number of people that listen doesn't positively or negatively impact me, if, that's, if that makes more sense. I'm glad you listen. But if you didn't, like I said, if, if, if you listen to the pink-haired lady and me, pick one. It won't affect me because I'm not dependent upon this program or what I write or anything else. And I think that autonomy um, is going to be important in the future because there's, there's less and less people that you can trust to tell you the truth because they know that the truth is offensive. And if you tell them the truth and you offend them, then they're not likely to go to peanuts.com and buy you know, some stale almonds or whatever. And that cuts into your bottom line. So if, if, if you're willing to get your hands dirty and earn your daily bread, like the book says, you, you have fiscal autonomy to, to speak the truth, even if it's painful, even if it hurts. Even if you tell people that we're born here and that are patriotic and that we're in the armed forces and that bleed the red, white, and blue, that their nation is about to fall under judgment if it's not already, and that it's deserved. It, 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 it takes a spine to go against the flow. Good point. You know, I, it's, it's easy to rah-rah, God bless America, but you you, you got to point out the boils. you you got to point out the things that, that God detests and hates that are spilling over 
I just, this morning I just read this. Former SBC University president. By the way, if you don't know what the SBC is, it's, it's the Southern Baptist Convention. They just voted to nationalize gay marriage. Speaking of reasons why God's about to drop the hammer. So I, I don't know why I went off on this tangent. It's just, it's, it's been one of those weeks. Because I've been fielding questions from people. Brother, why don't you, you know, whatever, start, start a brand? Stop. Look, if I need to make money, I know how to make money. That's, that's not an issue. But that's not the priority either. It's still day. I'm still working. The night is coming. And it's close. So anyway, next question, Gene. Hopefully as upbeat as the last one. Well, Mike, I, I totally appreciate the answers because not a lot of ministries even warn anymore Babylon in America. But here's a question. What denotes America as Sodom and Gomorrah, or do you believe they're worse than Sodom and Gomorrah? If Sodom and Gomorrah had the word as America does, I don't believe Sodom and Gomorrah would have been Sodom and Gomorrah. That said, if you open your eyes and see what's happening in America, we have exceeded the sins of Sodom and Gomorrah. By far. Having known what we know. Having had access to the word of God, we took it, threw it in a corner, turned our back and said, no, we want to give in to the lusts of our flesh to the point that international fashion houses are doing photo shoots, pedophilia, and trying to pass it off as normal. But Sodom and Gomorrah? Please. We're so far beyond Sodom and Gomorrah, it's not even funny. There, at least there was one guy in Sodom and Gomorrah that, you know, yeah, he saw what was happening and, you know, didn't like it so much. But now you've got, what, university presidents and people of larger denominations going, yeah, yeah, all right, we'll go along with it. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know, two paychecks, no kids. Yeah. Uh, we embrace them. Well, donations will come flowing in because it's always about the money. But you know what? You can't buy a ticket to heaven. Not with money anyway. So there will be that to contend with at some point. You do what you do. But never forget that there are consequences for everything that you do. That's, that's, the, that's the thing that a lot of these people who got it into their heads that their little gods seem to forget. There are always consequences for the things that you do. And um, every bill will be paid in full, kids. No credit. Uh, no, no, no shirking of the responsibility of the fact that you led people to hell. You will answer. God will see the blood on your hands, on your face, on your clothing. Because a lot of these people are awash in the blood of innocence. 
and they'll answer for it. Simple as that. All right, last question. Okay, Mike. Is judgment imminent? Yes. Well, that was easy. How can, where can we go beyond this? That's my question. Because people are, well, brother, you know, we got time. We got time to, where can we go beyond this? The Southern Baptist Convention president. Every large denomination is bowing in. I read an article the other day where a Christian college came out with the idea that Jesus was trans. What? I'm sorry, isn't that blasphemy? That's blasphemy. So let's stop with, oh, we don't, we don't tell them to repent. We don't. Wow. You can smell the sulfur in the air. The brimstone starting to fall, and we're still there snacking on hot dogs because we ran out of the turkey. So God bless you. Thank you for joining us. This has been a special episode. I kid. It's been, it's been what it's been. It's, it's always going to be that. But if, if you do happen to alternate uh, between uh, pet dinosaurs and myself, pick one. I can't. <laughs> God bless you, Gino, if you've got anything to say. It's yours. Well, personally speaking, I think Mike's nailed it very well as far as what God showed Dimitri. And the point that he just made, two things. One, we ought to know better as a Christian country. And two, we know better and we don't do it. We don't follow the way of God. And, if, you know, what do people fear about the gay community in the church that they tolerate and say it's okay? They fear man over God. They fear that people will walk out of the church if they speak against sin. They try to build their church like a country club and not the church of Acts or the church in, you know, during the days of the apostles and and. and Sadly to say, repentance and sin, speaking against sin, denoting it, it's not being found in the church. And again, uh, these questions that were asked today, which people have asked us to talk about, should show you that we have reached the point of pretty much no return, where judgment is coming no matter what. Therefore, I urge everyone, blow a trumpet, warn, speak out, and stand for what's right before God. Instead of a whimper, be a lion, you know, be bold, be a Bonhoeffer, be a Wormbrandt, be a Dudeman, be bold. And thank you so much for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. We appreciate you listening. Pray for us. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all